What is good, all of our listeners and viewers? Welcome back to another episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. And I'm Liz. And there's a leak on the roof of our studio. Woo! We are here with episode 113, where we're going to talk with Brian McGinnis. I call him Mike McGinnis in my head, but Brian McGinnis with uh, Should Games Go Back Into Gray Areas? But first, we've got some segments for you. Yes, we do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so there's a leak. Uh, and there's a leak in the boat. There's a leak in the boat. Ah! So and if you don't know that reference, you should. <laughs> uh, so right before we started recording, uh, there the table uh was um uh what do you call it uh that's right wet wet and so uh, our chairs a little bit mine's a little damp. Yeah, so we had a really bad storm right before we started recording, and it was fine. You know everything settled down, and then I come in and I say, huh table has puddles on it yep but uh the mics work as far as you can hear so as far as we can tell it hit like it was right around here all the puddles and it was right near the mics and i'm like oh good the expensive mics were wet but uh no they were bone dry for some reason so uh just missed it cool uh liz how you doing I'm good yeah yeah cool i don't really have much to say today i had a Okay, day at work. Yeah. You want to get... What's what? that? What were you saying? I was going to say, then you want to get started then? Sure. Oh, okay. Uh, did you did you have something to say? No, I was just going to say it was a lot of complainers this week. Yeah. It was great. So but we're on... Okay. Oh. Oh. <coughs> so we're on social media. Uh, we're on Twitter, at Gaming Groceries on Twitter, or you can follow us individually. I'm at Ace the Grocer. And I'm at Journey First. So you can follow us there individually. Uh, be friends with us there. I'm having problems with tongue twisters today for some odd reason. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Games Groceries, all one word, where I'm posting stuff. Uh, <laughs> if you listened to last week's show, I just said I want to post more on Instagram. It's just that there's there's nothing really going on right now. Everything's mm -hmm. kind of paused right now. So I will ask you questions uh, for the podcast. You know, I'll have the topic and I'll say, hey, you want to join the conversation? Cool. Here's a question about the conversation coming up. And uh, yeah. And we're also on Facebook. Cool. But we also have a website, gamesgroceries.com, where you can listen to all the podcasts from the website, as well as you can find out where you can listen to the audio versions of the website, as well as some articles I've written in the past. Hi, yes. And if you're watching us on YouTube, hi, how <laughs> you doing? You enjoying the stuff? That's cool. Uh, definitely hit that subscribe button and the notification bell so you can know when all these podcasts come out, as well as our weekly discussion videos. I just had uh, one right up here, boom, where I talked about uh, Xbox just shifting over into another next-gen console war. So, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah. good. Yeah, so uh, I'll have that every single week. And we got a big project coming up pretty soon. I don't want to announce anything yet, but it's... Almost finalized. Uh, it's definitely in the works, and I'm very excited for it. Mm -hmm. So it's in the works. Just got to finalize a few things, but I think the fans of our show are going to enjoy it. So, yes. uh, but yeah. So, yeah. And if you want more podcast goodness of me and Liz just talking anything, uh, what's the biz? It's our other podcast. Links are down below. And don't forget to review us on Podchaser. That link is also down below in the description. Uh, but yeah, so with all that said and done, I think it's time to go into the podcast, right? I think we can do that. We, why, 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 why don't we get started with our first segment? Movie Minutes. 
Movie Minutes is a segment that we talk about the movies in the past week that we saw, whether it be on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon Prime, ah, not really in theaters in this point in time, and we like to review it and give you a recommendation or not a recommendation. And we have a five-point system here. We have a avoid-at-all-cost, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. Mm -hmm. So... This week's movie is actually something we both wanted to see and we didn't tell each other. Yeah. I wanted to see it. And I wanted to see it, but we didn't think the other one would want to see it. So we're just like... So uh, we didn't watch it for months. Yeah. But now we watched it. Woohoo! It's uh, found on Hulu. It's a Hulu exclusive. It's a Hulu made movie. Yes. It's called Big Time Adolescence. Big Time Adolescence. Big Time Adolescence. Boom. So opening thoughts, go. So as we said... I wanted to see this movie. It came out on Hulu a couple months ago. And I remember seeing it. I was like, oh, that, look, that looks interesting. Like, I wasn't like, oh, my God, I have to watch it. But I was like, it looks interesting. But yeah. I don't know. Adam might think it's stupid. So I'm like, I didn't even bring it up. Mm -hmm. And then we were trying to figure out what to watch. And I was sending him stuff. And I'm like, what about this? Mm -hmm. And he's like, yes, I didn't think you'd want to watch it. I'm like, I didn't think you'd want to watch it. Yeah. So I thought it looked really funny. And it has um, the dad from John Cryer. Yeah. But the dad from Two and a Half Men. Yes. Yes. From Two and a Half Men. I could not. The name like left the second I tried to yeah. say it. John Cryer's um, in it. Bold. Yeah. Bold Which, John Cryer. He looks good. Yeah. It's like a much better look for him. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I really enjoyed this movie. It was funny. It was interesting. A little predictable at times. But we'll still, get to that. Well, this is my overall thought. Yeah. But um, but still really enjoyable overall. Mm -hmm. I liked it. So this has to be one of the best opening credits explanation of a movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah, I really like the opening. Yeah, because like the opening explains the relationship between uh, Zeke and Mo. It, it explains mm -hmm. why they're together. And then the opening scene is just a montage. It's just the opening credits. But instead of like a montage of just... Uh, little pictures here and there. Yeah. It's a montage of the years going forward mm -hmm. and they're just hanging out and that's it. And I thought that was the most, the most best way, uh, the most clever way just to have an opening credits montage, but also give more explanation to the yeah. movie. And I thought that was fantastic. And it just really uh, gives you uh, an introspective of what's going to be happening in this movie. Mm -hmm. And you get to really see that this, this is very similar to mid nineties. Yeah. Uh, mid nineties yeah. was another one of those. I don't want to even want to say coming of age, but like hard adolescence years, but with more comedy to this, this is a lot mm -hmm. funnier, but would you agree that this is kind of like a similar plot to mid nineties, similar plot, similar vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of like this story better mm -hmm. than the mid nineties story. Yeah. Mid nineties kind of let me down, but um, but we're not talking about that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it definitely has that mid nineties vibe yeah. to it. Uh, so this is all about the pursuing relationship between um, Zach and Mo Zeke. or Zeke. I, I wrote down Zeke, but in my head I'm like Zach, and I'm like, no, it's <laughs> Zeke, uh, which is short for Isaac. We find out. Yes, find out at the very end. <laughs> yeah, it's like he's like, oh yeah, but so yeah, it's uh, it's Zeke and Mo, and I think the relationship, like the the balance of it, is perfect. Mm -hmm. Like uh, the whole movie, it's only an hour and a half, and I feel like the pacing was set up very well to being. How these kids get into this kind of life, how mm -hmm. how uh, adolescence operates. This yeah. is 
a oh, very yes. a very realistic way of how all this goes down mm-hmm. and how somebody gets into the drug life. Yeah. Very easily and very smoothly. This yeah. isn't just like, hey, kid, you want to sell drugs? Yeah. And, and he goes in. This is just a very easy in. This is how you get into this life. Like someone who comes from like a very good background. Yeah. Can get into this life. Because, you know, usually you only think of like the kids with bad backgrounds. This kid had a great life. Mm-hmm. And then, he, but he still found a way. Yeah, and uh, and I think it's set up perfectly for that, and it gives us an example and a, and a lesson to mm-hmm. be uh, heard for people of the adolescents. I think it's yeah. funny, but it also has a meaningful message behind mm-hmm. it, and I and I absolutely adored of how this movie was paced. Yeah, and it's only an hour and a half, and I felt like none of it. I felt like none of it felt like an hour and a half. Like I wasn't yeah. watching my my clock or anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it felt perfectly the perfect length. Yeah, I wouldn't say that anything needed to go without. I don't think anything needed to be cut. Yeah, no. It was a good length. And I think that the movie wraps up nicely. Not mm-hmm. not even a happily ever after. Like, oh, yeah, everything is good and well. Like, yeah. No, it's not even a happily. It just wraps up nicely. It gives closure. It mm-hmm. gives you with a lesson to think about. And I think it just... It, it has a beginning, middle, and end, and you don't really feel let down because of this movie. Yeah, I really like the end scene. Yeah. Like, I wasn't expecting that. It was uh, not even the end scene. It was like more of the epilogue scene. Yeah, where yeah. it's just like, this is what happened after. Yeah. And I just really love it because you know how I like closure with story. Yeah, and this gave perfect. It, even, was, it was because you knew exactly what was like, even though the last words were like, you didn't know what was going to happen. You knew what was going to happen after that. And the scene, the final scene mm-hmm. was just the perfect way to um to, to really tell how life can go where mm-hmm. he's moving forward. And he's just sitting back. Yeah. Like, it's just so perfect. A spoiler alert. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, you just told them, like, part of the end. I'm sorry, but that end scene was just it was. the perfect emphasis but of I, what the story's trying to tell. Even the dialogue, I really like. Oh, yeah. Like, those small little, like, yeah things. Like, I just, I loved it. It was great. Yeah, so... Uh, but let's give our final reviews of it. Uh, out of the five point system, avoid at all costs, pass, enjoyable, solid, and perfect for us. What did you give it? I gave it a solid. A solid. Why yes. is that? Because, like I said, I really enjoy this movie. I when we went when it came down to rating, I was like, I don't have any complaints. Mm-hmm. It was a really good movie. I don't see anything wrong with it that like Mm -hmm. off the bat the only reason it's not a perfect because something about it didn't feel perfect Mm -hmm. it's not something i feel like i can watch over and over and over again maybe a couple times you know every couple years or something sure but um or you know once i forget it again yeah (laughs) but it's it's really good the only thing is that wouldn't watch it too many times again it's not like super rewatchable um, and like I said, it's minorly predictable yeah. because it is a coming of age story. So there are those small parts that didn't surprise me, but it did have those really good parts that were out of the ordinary. Yeah. I also gave it a solid where I was, I was struggling. Do I think this movie's perfect? Do I, mm-hmm. when I say a movie's perfect for us, uh, do I have any complaints from me? Is there anything I can take away from this movie that it, I can't argue that it's not perfect for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't emphasize that much, you know, but 
you know, like you said, there are some predictable parts. We have seen this story before. Uh, it's not like Parasite, where I thought Parasite was perfect mm-hmm. for us. Um, <laughs> but I thought Parasite was a perfect film. I didn't have any complaints. I couldn't tell you what was wrong with that movie. Whereas this one, it was just kind of, I've seen this story yeah. before. It was predictable. It's, it wasn't anything new. They did, they did like a new idea, but it wasn't a new base plot. So I'm giving this a very, I would give it a very generous perfect, but I'm leaning more towards solid. Yeah. You know, it's a solid film. I definitely recommend it. It's not one of those movies that I say, stop what you're doing, go watch it. But it's definitely solid. It's, it's like a, a solid point nine 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 nine. Yeah, really. <laughs> for me, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's what we give it. We both gave it a solid. Yep. Um, and yeah, it's big time adolescence. It's found on Hulu. It's a Hulu made movie, and I definitely recommend uh, mm-hmm. putting out. It's only an hour and a half. I think it's a really good movie. I think it's well paced, and uh, I think you'll enjoy it. So yeah. big time adolescence with that. Uh, so let's just move on to our video game section. Yeah. So let's just move on to our second segment. Top three gaming news. Top three gaming news is the gaming news that we saw in the past week. And we like to rank it three, two, one, just to give you a condensed version of what's going on in the gaming industry. Everybody. Whoa. What's that? I don't know. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the top three gaming news, everybody. This is the gaming news that we saw last week, and we want to you know, just give you a little brief summary of what happened in the past week with just three pieces of gaming news. So let's just get started with our number three gaming news. It's about Strauss Selnick, everybody. What was that name? Strauss Selnick, everybody. <laughs> Mr. Muscle Man himself. Well. Yeah, he's uh he's ripped. That's nice. So what the heck? It must be nice to be ripped. Well, oh, I thought you were. I thought you were like. Uh, it must be nice to have a ripped man in the house. Dang, what? you're dang, dang. Anyways, I do uh, have a ripped man in my house. Uh, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, the Take Two CEO uh, Strauss Zelnick uh, takes back what they said about the seventy dollar price point about games. Kind of. <laughs> so. Crazy story comes out where Strauss Zelnick, uh, he gets interviewed and he's saying like, oh, well, remember that $70 we said about NBA 2K20? Uh, not necessarily all games. I don't think the industry will really follow that. So I want to read this uh, quote from Strauss uh, saying this. There hasn't been a price increase for the frontline titles for a really long time, despite the fact that it cost a great deal more to make those titles, ripped Zelnick replied. And we think uh, with the value we offer consumers and the kind of experience you can really only have on the next generation of consoles, that the price is justified. Hmm. Wow. Justified versus sanctification. Now, what's the difference? Anyways. That's not what we're talking about. Uh, but it's easy to say that when you're delivering extraordinary quality, I know ex- extraordinary, whatever, and that's what our company prides itself on doing. Take two, interactive. Um, yeah, so what, what are you saying later on is saying, oh, we feel that it's justified to have next-gen NBA 2K uh, to be $70 because the price point justifies it for some reason. Because, uh, you know, you can't get this kind of value for next gen. And also, uh, Take Two is all about, you know, um, really, really giving that next generation feel. Uh, 
Uh, you sure about that? I don't know. I, I, I feel like if anybody were to say this, it would be Rockstar Games. Are they by Take-Two? Wait, hold on. Maybe they are. Hold on. Maybe I'm being an idiot. Uh, tell me what you think about this while I um, make sure I'm not stupid. Well, my thing is they're Now they like, said it out loud. It, they, they are. I'm, I'm an idiot. They're like, oh, you know... It's, it, you know, with all the work that goes into it, you know, the price is justified so you can have it looking good on the new system. It's like, all right, what about all the other games that will be on the new systems that aren't $70? Yeah. Like, no. well, he said only certain games will be $70. Yeah, but that, and that's the thing. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, just certain games? What is the extra work to put on a current console? Well, it's so that they're justified and uh, you can't get that kind of experience on so, any other games. Okay. Yeah, no, it's okay. as stupid as you think. Uh, really, all this is, I'm still looking it up. Uh, all it really is is him saying that this game justifies it, but this game doesn't. But this like, game does We worked really hard on this one, and this one, we like, eh. Oh, 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 oh. What happened? Uh, we might have had a mental breakdown on the computer. I apologize. Sorry about that. Okay. Everything's still recording. Everything's still recording. We're good. Okay. Well, sorry about that. Uh, if you're watching some video. That was terrifying. That was terrifying. I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, anyway. They, I don't remember uh, what I was saying anymore. Rockstar is in Take-Two Interactive. I'm an idiot. So anyways. Okay. But yeah. So Rockstar can say that. And I understand what they're saying. Mm-hmm. But for them to say that this game justifies it and this game doesn't. Who are they to say it's? Oh, I remember what I was saying. I was saying exactly that. I was like, so basically they're saying, we worked super hard on this one, and this one, you know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like, they're literally saying their own work is bad. Yeah. It's just it's just an odd way of saying it. And he's yeah. saying that the industry won't follow them. And this is just <laughs> you their betcha. call. Yeah, they said, like, well, this is our opinion. We can only speak for ourselves. And I was like... Then well, shut get ready up for people to not buy your stuff right away. Yeah, like that's a really ballsy move to you. Not saying ten dollars lower, but for you to say we deserve to be ten dollars higher. That's a yeah. ballsy move yeah. because, like, like we all- your game better be perfect to be high to be ten dollars higher than every other game. Yeah, because we all thought, like we we all thought that um, you know, when we saw the seven dollar price point, that the whole industry would follow because why wouldn't they? Yeah. Why would why would these people be the ones? That these people that take yeah, just take two. Random. Like so, we were just like, okay, that's where next gen you know games are going to be. But he's like, no, it's just us. I'm like, that's ballsy, dude. Yeah. Holy crap. But yeah, so Strauss Selnick, uh, go work out in Bowflex and uh, charge us seventy dollars <laughs> if you want, whatever. So that's number three gaming news. Uh, let's move on to number two, which is about Rocksteady, Woo-hoo! which is not part of Take Two, not as far as I know. Um, Rocksteady Games uh, kind of teased their next game with this little image right here. It's Superman. Yeah. With a uh, Suicide Squad on his head. I feel like this could have done better. Uh, well, it's a teaser image, so let me talk about this for a okay. little bit. Uh, so Rocksteady has released this teaser image with uh, Suicide Squad game, mm-hmm. and they're saying, oh, a target acquired. And then they say more information at the DC Fandom uh, August 27th or August 22nd. Good job, Adam. Uh, yeah. So let me read this quote from the article link down below. And I, I was just about to make this point, And then the article already pointed it out. These rumors arose once again last month 
with a suggestion that the game's full name may be Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. That was a leaked uh, name, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. Although the poster art featured above tweet, uh, above tweet, just as Suicide Squad. The logo, however, is arranged with a crosshair over Superman's head. So certainly it looks like the, uh, the squad will have it out for the Justice League. Now that's a Super Smash Melee I like to play out in a video game. So, yeah, so this is kind of uh, kind of proving the rumors right that it's a Suicide Squad against the Justice League kind of game. Mm -hmm. I don't think we'll be playing as Superman. Yeah. But this also goes on the rumors that Rocksteady was working on a Superman game. Mm. And then Rocksteady also came out saying, nope, sorry, it's not a Superman game. They never really said that Superman's not involved. They just said, they said it's, it's not. It's not a Superman game. So, yeah, a lot of people, I've seen reports saying, like, oh, we could be playing a Superman. They just said it's not a Superman game. Yeah. And it's, it's obviously Suicide Squad. Yeah, Suicide Squad. And uh, I'm sure at the DC fandom, we're going to see the official title. But, yeah, mm -hmm. pretty rad. Yeah. I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, I think this is going into the rumors they were making a Superman game. Then it's a Suicide Squad Justice League. Mm -hmm. And this is a pretty sick image. Now, I added these little speckles. Oh, so their picture was real boring. Uh, no, no, no. Well, it's sort of. You know, it's, it's a Superman. But it's got the Suicide Squad. I want to get into DC. Yeah. I just have a hard time. You should you should uh, do more uh, Hawkman. Hawkman is a time traveler. So he goes back into... Um, their names are horrible. Hawkman? Just DC Hawkman names. Hawkman has a mace. DC name. They have zero imagination. <laughs> well, like, what about Wonder Woman? Or Batman? Or or Kite Man? Exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's pretty cool. Uh, and it's been five years since we've seen the last Rock City game. So yeah, pretty cool. Uh, I'm I'm assuming this is going to be a 2021 game. If Probably. They're if they're going to announce it August 22nd, I'd be... Highly surprised if it was a holiday game. Yeah, especially from a studio like Rocksteady. I'd be shocked if they said holiday 2020. I imagine this is probably spring 2021. At least. At least. I'm assuming it is. Uh, so, yeah, not much on it. But yeah, it's just super cool news that uh, this is official news. This is official mm -hmm. teaser. And it's kind of um, saying the rumors are right. So uh, no, go away, scam caller. So <laughs> uh, the number one gaming news is about the Avengers game. Woo! And that it's super good and totally consumer friendly. And everybody loves it. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, definitely. No, <laughs> it's not. I know. Um. So let me preface this is that I don't I don't care about this, but it did make the news rounds. And I think it is number one gaming news because yeah. it, it is a bit bizarre. It's crazy. So Spider-Man in the Avengers game yeah. is going to be not a timed exclusive. It is going to be exclusive on the PS4, PS5 Spider-Man character. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Not like a DLC skin or anything like that. Spider-Man, the character. Yeah. You will only play on a PS4. Will not be in the story on Xbox. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing. Is that, um, I think we... Well, here's the thing. I think we predicted for the Tony Hawk game coming out because Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 you, or 1. I can't remember which one, but one of the two, you could play as Spider-Man. And we we're just mm. thinking, oh, you know, that's going to be on PlayStation. Which, I mean, that's fine. It's but a Tony Hawk game. For some reason, 
I didn't expect this. No, definitely not because Avengers, Spider-Man is part of the Avengers. Yeah. It's kind of part of the package. So it's kind of like crazy to think like they'll be they would be that greedy. So I want to read this quote right here. That's the most ridiculous quote I've ever seen. Okay. Uh that's not showing up for some reason. Oh, my magic yeah. fingers. Go for it. But Basically, they said, like, oh, this is something we can do. Even though only Sony owns the movie rights, not the video game rights to Mm -hmm. Spider-Man. So this is a quote um, saying, we happen to be the ones who can execute and deliver when it comes down to the choices of where and what Spider-Man can be. Okay, can I read that one more time? Because that's the most... We own Spider-Man. We happen to be the ones who can execute and deliver when it comes down to choices of where and what Spider-Man can be. That's a relationship question that you know that you know PlayStation absolutely has the right to that as you guys know with Sony's uh, movie rights ownership there and Marvel with Sony saying, "Hey, this is something we can do. This is something we can do on this platform. And as its creators, we have the opportunity that we can make something unique and fun and awesome. Okay, just so I understand that I that I understand correctly. Yeah. Disney owns every other character in the Marvel Universe. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. And you're telling me Disney does not have enough money to pay Sony to just take Spider-Man back? Uh, that's a that's a conversation for another day. I'm just saying. So okay, we've we've yeah, I know, I know. I opened the, a can when of I worms. say we've had this kind, con- I mean the internet has had I this know, conversation. I, know. I opened a can of worms. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but anyway, moving on from that very obvious point. Yeah. Um. So it's just it's so greedy. And they were yeah. so defensive. Well, they later said in that same article saying, well, if you want to play Spider-Man, you have the option to do so in PS4. I'm like, ah, like, who hired this PR agent? And, Fire him. And I know you said like, he, oh, they only own the movie rights. But if that were like so, like a solid defense, yeah. then you would have Spider-Man game on Xbox. Yeah. But you only have it on PlayStation because it's Sony. Yeah, and that's the thing. When PlayStation had the Sony PS4, like that had the exclusive, mm-hmm. I I forgave it a little bit. I, I didn't have the PlayStation 4 at the time. Yeah. And I was so upset. And then we got the PlayStation 4 right before it got out. And I was like, oh. But, mm-hmm. I, you know, I was upset. Yeah. But here's the thing is that the Spider-Man exclusive game, mm-hmm. I feel like that's more forgivable. Yeah, because you're then, not taking an experience away from exactly. Other Whereas this is a game that's releasing on all platforms, but without this one character. Yeah, on all the other. And I, I completely agree. I think it's greedy. I think it's ridiculous. PlayStation has tons of exclusives that make it worth getting a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. They don't need to take Spider-Man out of this game. Now, here's my argument. Because we're only having this argument of oh, it's anti-consumer. Over oh, it's all this blah blah blah. If PlayStation, let's say, let's have the argument, right? PlayStation got the exclusive rights to Moon Knight, who's my favorite character of all time. Fight me on Twitter. I'm at Asa Grocer. Moon Knight is the best. Get out of my house. Okay, dear. Uh, but yeah, if Moon Knight was a PS4 exclusive, I think people would be like, oh, that's it. They wouldn't have anti-consumer, but the fact that it's Spider-Man, now it's anti-consumer. Because it's a more popular character. Well, that's the thing, yeah. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, if Moon Knight was the biggest Spider-Man, they'd have a field day. But my point is that it's kind of hypocritical for people to say that 
you know, it's anti-consumer when they wouldn't say it's anti, it will be the same level of anti-consumer. Yes. But they're saying that because it's their favorite character. It's not even because it's their favorite character. Spider-Man's mm-hmm. not my favorite character. What? Who is your I, favorite character? I mean, I like the Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. But other than that, I'm. it's like Spider-Man's not like my favorite Avenger. Uh, what? He's adorable, but... Wait, but who's your favorite Avenger? You know who my favorite Avenger is. Captain America? Captain America and Thor. Uh, you only like him because of his packs. N- no. Both have packs. Both of them are oblivious to how this world works, and I think it's hilarious. Yeah. And then I, th- Spider-Man is my... like. They're like almost all even. Spider-Man, Captain America, and Moon Thor. Moon Knight. Oh, right. And Thor. Thor. And, and Punisher. And Moon Knight. <laughs> are we going on your list now? Y- Moon Knight. But anyway, <laughs> like so... Uh, yeah, I do agree that's anti-consumer, but, you know, uh, there's not much we can do about it. And it seems like this stupid quote right here saying like, oh, we, we can decide. Shut up. Basically, they're being greedy. They're trying to find a way to get people to buy a PlayStation as if not enough people have a PlayStation. And like I said, they have enough exclusives that they don't need this. They're doing it and they're being petty in this situation. Oh, they are. Like, it's not even anti-consumer. It's just anti-community yeah like you're just being mean to be mean you don't need this like it's one game i don't know it, it bothers me a little bit if anything if we didn't have playstation this would make me more angry at playstation yeah so that's the top three gaming news um but yeah it's take two interactive do you think it's okay for them to just raise ten dollars just for willy-nilly Am I a complete idiot that I forgot Rockstar Games was part of Take-Two Interactive? <laughs> Write in comments down below. I'm sure I'm going to be seeing a lot of thumbs down on this video. Good job, Adam. Uh, Rocksteady coming out with the Suicide Squad game. Are you excited for it? What do you think we're going to hear about it? Uh, what do you think the title is going to be officially being? Uh, write it down below. And also Spider-Man only coming out for PlayStation. What are your thoughts? Is this anti-consumer? Would you rather Moon Knight in this game? Write your comments down below. Moon Knight was an Avenger, and then he left, but then the initiative came out. Tony Stark set him up. Anyway. Anyways. But uh, let's just get started with our uh, final segment. we got a special guest with us, Brian McGinnis. Uh, pleasure to have him on. Good friend of mine. I miss dapping with my boy. So let's just dap with him with our final segment. Everybody, we are back with our very special guest, comedian Brian Mc. Oh, he's gone, Brian McGinnis. <laughs> How you doing? What's going on? Hey, <laughs> uh, pleasure to be here. Brian is a friend of the show. He mm-hmm. does a show called mm-hmm. Playable Characters. Pot. What? I'm, I'm best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, miss you very much, man. It it sucks that we can't um, you know talk with each you- other. You didn't finish saying the full name of my podcast. I need to get that in legally. Oh, legally? <laughs> yeah, Brian, why don't you introduce your show while I miss <laughs> you that I can't dap with you at Long Island Retro, but Seriously. in spirit. I know. It's it's crazy. But uh, introduce to us your show. What's it called? What's it about? It's called Playable Characters Podcast. We interview video game characters on our show. We've been going for about uh, three and a half years. Yikes. Yeah. Show. Wow. Episode 174 just came out today on Monday. Yeah, right, nice. And uh, where we interviewed Toe Jam and Earl, the the legends. Nice. Um, and Toe Jam was in some trouble. You'll you'll if you listen, it's it's a hilarious episode, first of all. But yeah, so we have like actors and comedians and improvisers come on, pretend they're a character, and we talk to them for like thirty minutes and have a good time. 
Nice. Awesome. Love it. Yeah. So I'll have that Very episode silly. linked down below in the description if you want to check out that episode with Toe Jam and Earl. Uh, mm-hmm. Definitely just one of the most fresh podcasts I've ever heard. Like when you, you, when I first met you and you said, oh, we interview. No, I said, I'm a Fallout fan. And you said, oh, we interviewed the Mysterious Stranger from Fallout. <laughs> and you were saying it like it was a real person. I was like, what? <laughs> so I yeah. got into it. It's it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, Thank you. But I, I, I can't uh, imagine a better podcast than that other than, you know, something about games and or groceries. I You're don't know. You're such mm. a weirdo. <laughs> Clo- it's close. It's close. <laughs> one, one and one A. One and one. <laughs> now, it's super fun. We started with three people. It was me, myself, and I. Now it's me, myself, and I. Calvin yeah. left the show. Olaf left the show. And I'm having a great time doing it by myself. It's still a blast. I know. Um, it's, it, it's all ad-libbed and improvised, so we never know where where it's going to go. Like you'll see in an episode today, Toe Jam ended up in some trouble. And yeah. Who knows what's going to happen. But um, it's really, really funny. So, yeah. Definitely check out his show. Uh, much funnier than our show. But uh, well, it's supposed to be. Well, it's supposed to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to bring you on, Brian, uh, once again, because one fantastic guest. And the last time you were here, Liz wasn't here. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And I had to film it on my own and the camera just did not work. Oh, my me. gosh. Yeah. You destroyed my camera. Yeah. Why don't you leave now? Me and Liz will just wrap on <laughs> for an hour. <laughs> but I want to bring you on for all three of us to be on the same show. Uh, and I want to talk about this article that made the rounds last mm-hmm. week. It was from, I believe it was Polygon. Why is Stadia number one? Right? Why is Stadia number one? <laughs> uh, big Stadia fan, by the way, if that uh, makes any works. difference. Yeah. It just works. It just works. But Polygon came out with this article saying, oh, video games need to go to the black and white mentality. And I said, what? <laughs> and I read this article and me and Brian were talking about it. Uh, you didn't get a chance to read it yet. No, but you told me about yeah, it. Yeah, I gave you the highlights of it. Yeah. Um, but me and you read it. And there's some points in it where I, we both are just saying, I get where you're coming from. But I don't think you really understand how morality actually works. So the the article states that should video games go back to a black and white mentality or morality instead of a gray area? So I want to start this conversation of just asking, what do we mean by a gray morality? So, mm-hmm. uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on that? What I thought it was going for, and I could be completely wrong because that, it was way too smart for me. When I play games, I just want to have fun and I don't really want to think about good and mm-hmm. evil necessarily mm-hmm. you know like yeah. like when, when when i have a choice to be good or bad i usually err towards being good for some reason mm-hmm. but when but when i do because i don't i don't know why i don't know what that says about me do i am i inherently a good a bad person i want to try to be good in fake life maybe that could be mm-hmm. that could be why oh, that's deep <laughs> but, right yeah. so um <laughs> the great thing i thought was like like the games where it gives you a choice mm-hmm. you know to be good or bad or both like yeah and i know it, it mentioned last of us a lot which i don't know if you finished or did you play i don't even know if you played last of us too you're an expert i guy, right? spoiled it for myself oh, i haven't finished the first one <laughs> yeah ah, yeah I, well, know. I know i suck the second one was like 25 hours long the first one was like maybe 12 so it was so Something, much longer yeah. and like five six seven hours in i'm like i don't know if this is as good as the first one yet i figured i'd be already be like like drooling by then mm-hmm. but it took yeah. me like a month or two to finish it and but when I was done, I was just like, oh, like what a masterpiece. Oh, my God. Really? This game was, it blew me away. It did so many things where I've never seen before in video games. And 
the choice thing was a big part of this because like the first one is a big, there's a big choice towards the end with Joel. I don't know if you know this one. I mean, it's been out for 10 years. Yeah. Uh, when you, you can either kill or not kill the doctors working on uh, Ellie at mm-hmm. the end there, right? That's a big thing. Uh, and they, they do a few callbacks to that. That's like a big part of Last of Us 2. And it's mm-hmm. like, and you start playing as a different character in the second one. And it's like, at first you hate her, but then you love her. And then it's mm-hmm. like, you don't like you kind of start hating Ellie, even though you're supposed to love her. And it's like, it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it takes on such a ride. And like, I like something like that. It's okay. But when like every game tries to do that, it's like, this is just too deep. I'm just trying to have some fun right yeah. now. Yeah. But I'm, like, but I'm like, I'm all emotional and you know, so the great thing I met, I, I thought was like, you know, should all these games do too many games have the choice where you can be good or bad or a hero or a villain? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the right answer is either as far as what the right thing to be is. Should it be just a hero or just a villain? Who knows, right? They're there for fun. So yeah, mm-hmm. the choice is good to have, but I don't know. Yeah. 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 What do you think? For good me- night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> for me, because I think when you were explaining it to me, it also mentioned just the um, redeeming qualities in villains. Uh, yeah. Or just like knowing their backstory, their reasons, mm-hmm. like m- making them more human. And for me, as someone, as you explain, as swimming in the gray. Yeah. I always believe people can change. I always believe mm-hmm. in redeeming qualities. I believe that when someone is, quote unquote, evil, yeah. there's reasons behind that. They yeah. weren't just born that way unless it's part of like the canon of the story. Mm-hmm. Or, but, their, or their president. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But that's what I mean. So it's like for me. Yeah the gray morality is like you just, you believe that people can be redeemed Mm -hmm. and that this bad person can be good or this person's doing it for what they believe is the right reason. It might be wrong Mm -hmm. as a whole, but to them, the way they're understanding it is right and makes sense. Yeah. So. And we'll talk about that in a little bit where it's, you know, what is your definition of good? Right. And I, I think this article kind of stated, and I like what you said, Brian, where when every game tries to be this gray morality, when, you know, games sh- should be more fun. I think it even goes into music, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, with with some people saying that, oh, some artists say, what does the song even mean? What, what, what are they even trying to say? Not every song needs to be a deep yeah. message. Some songs. Almost are, all of Taylor Swift's songs are about a boy. Yeah. Different or, boys. Or just plain garbage you know i don't know but <laughs> okay listen very, very popular yeah <laughs> um but yeah some some artists in, including video games mm-hmm. some there is no deep message needed yeah. some just need to be fun and i think this article where where i agreed with this article when it, every game has to be a gray morality kind of game i don't think it yeah. needs to be but when we're talking about what a gray area is i think we all like kind of hit it in the head where uh, a gray morality is knowing that there's no black and white mentality. There is no right and wrong. Yeah. It's just everything's kind of mixed in real life. Mm-hmm. But when every game tries to do that, do, do that, uh, <laughs> do that um, it becomes numbing in a way. Yeah. And, and I think it's and, very popular and, today. Mm-hmm. What was that, Liz? I didn't I was yeah. saying, I think that's very popular today to have that, like every, like you said, everyone wants to do that gray mentality. Like yeah. for the past few years, a lot of stories, video games and movies have been showing that bad people are good people too, mm-hmm. or they have right. their reasons or they're redeemable, things like that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. W- when a game is just like, 
we're not going to tell you what to do. Do whatever you want. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, can, can, can you tell me what to do? Yeah. <laughs> tell me what you can want. Please walk me through this. <laughs> I have a kid. I'm old. Just walk me through it, please. I don't have time yeah. to decide every single thing. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind if Gabe's tell me exactly what to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes I kind of prefer that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it's good every now and then, but um, that's why I like indie games so much. It's usually those are pretty cut and dry. Like, this is what yeah. you're supposed to do. This, yeah. is, this is a character, this is the villain, this is a good guy, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like to be told more nowadays as we get older. Just like, just tell me where to go. That's fine. Yeah. I'm the same way. I mean, I I'm only 29 now, and I just feel like, dude, I just don't, I don't have time. Like when I first started yeah. Breath of the Wild, and it's just like, be free. I'm like, but nope. but nope. where? Where do I go? <laughs> what do Help. I do? What's my main mission? Where do I? Who do I talk to? It's just like I mm-hmm. where I, I just played through all of the walking dead games mm-hmm. and i and i love it it's just like go here yeah. decide Telltale. this yeah. go there decide this pick mm-hmm. up this and i'm like yes yes queen this is what i need that sounded so wrong coming <laughs> out of your mouth but also- i met the guy who played the main character in that at a voiceover thing once oh I yeah him, i made him call me clementine i said could you say it once he goes clementine nice <laughs> oh he, the guy who played lee you mean yeah yeah oh what's his name dang uh, he's He's an awesome, really cool dude. He's a lot of VO, a lot of voiceover stuff. Dang. But uh, it, was, it was fun, yeah. I'll have to uh, talk to you a little bit after after uh, oh the show. And I don't know. <laughs> um, no, yeah. it's um, Some games have that morality system, mm-hmm. and that's where you get to decide. And Walking Dead does it well, where it's, um, it's deciding, right, what's right and what's wrong in terms of the apocalypse, like mm-hmm. similar to what we're in now. Um, but it's kind of <laughs> yeah. like, how do we help people out? And I understand that, but there's games like what you said with indie games. I, I know you absolutely love the game ape outs, right? Mm. Like what's the gray morality behind ape outs. And there's there is- no thinking there's no thinking in that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just go, just smash things. And I, I like that. Like if I don't have yeah. to think even in movies, I miss a lot of, main points and movies. my wife always makes fun of me because i just don't mm-hmm. understand i just watch a movie just to watch it like when we're done she goes what'd you think i'm like oh that was fine she goes yeah. Yeah, what'd you think about this i'm like i didn't even catch that she goes what that was like the whole thing i'm like i don't know i just had fun watching it yeah like, i don't yeah I, I just lose myself in it but not i don't want to think about it i just want to be entertained for an hour and a half mm-hmm. or two hours mm-hmm. like v, v for vendetta is my favorite movie ever and ever? i did not know yeah i, I love that movie wow. and i didn't even understand it to like the eighth time I watched it. Wow. I didn't know V was gay. I didn't know all this. Stuff. I didn't know that he was the guy. Like, I'm just what? like, oh, I just thought it was cool. Yeah. And she's like, what? She's like, what are you stupid? I'm like, I guess a little <laughs> I just didn't understand that that was the whole point. I'm like, oh, now it makes a lot more sense. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like when there's too many things to figure out, like I, you know, I like figuring out puzzles and things like that, but mm-hmm. like Assassin's Creed Odyssey, games like that where there's eight billion side missions. Yeah. Like it's a good game, but I'm I'll never finish it. Oh, same. There's too many things to do. And I'm like, I don't want to do all these things. I just mm-hmm. want to move the story along, but you can't sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's, it's similar. not really, but it's like, there's just too many options. And I'm like, eh, all right, it was yeah. fine mm-hmm. for a couple hours. I'm good. You know? And that's like also another reason why I wanted to bring you on. And it's not, and I feel like a lot of people who don't really want that whole sort of like black and white mentality, gray mentality. Let's think about this struggling hero. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people make it seem like, especially this polygon uh, uh, mm-hmm. article saying that games need to be deeper. They, they need to know that um, convictions need to happen. But I don't think anybody is stupid for just enjoying video games, right. whether there's a mm-hmm. struggling hero or great mentality. Uh, and I think this article is thinking too much into most video games mm-hmm. where, oh, Brian, when, when you play video games, and I think 
Uh, this, I, I really wanted to get your perspective on this. Uh, you grew up in a different video game generation than I did, where oh. I experienced the NES as a child, but I believe you were more of a teenager when that came out, right? No, I'm only 40. I'm not 100. <laughs> well, no, um, it's like going into teenager. I got an NES when I was eight, when I was eight, eight or nine. Oh, really? I okay. One. I thought yeah, you were yeah, like yeah, 11. No, Jesus, come on. Man. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, I got, and then I got, a, I got a super, I guess, when I was 12 or 13. Yeah. Um, so I was born in 1980. It's not, it's not as old as 79, yeah. but I was, I was born in the 80s. But no, yeah, it's... um, So... But it was, but I mean, it's so different, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when people didn't have that generation or whatever. But you, so you, you must have had it when you were. Yeah, I, I was mean, I guess, like three, not even like. Yeah, it was like it was already first, it, it was already out for a bunch of years, but it was about before you were born, I guess. Yeah, like yeah. Uh, I was born in '91, so it came out oh, in '85. Boy. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> right. And that's the thing. I think you remember video games, and there there was always that hero villain kind of thing, especially with Zelda games, but. Uh, I think you remember a time more than I do, right? Because I remember it in terms of a retrospective, but you were there, right? I was there, man. You were there. <laughs> <laughs> Those Battletoads were good guys. Yeah, like Battletoads and all that. Like, uh, Did you see this sort of evolution, right, from a black and white mentality when games are trying to take themselves? I'll say this, like when games are trying to take themselves uh, too seriously. Did you ever see that kind of evolution from your time, uh, from That's back in your day? Oh back away. Um, <laughs> we had an Atari also. Um, yeah. But I think as games just got more, as the consoles got more powerful, they were allowed to do more things, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. But Zelda, Zelda does seem like the first game where you had to, that had a really good story. Mario, I guess there's a story, but it was just, it was so linear and cut and dry that I was like, all right, that's no big deal. But mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of the first game I can remember. It must have been like either an N64 or a PlayStation 1 game where they really started to dive into more storytelling type type, uh, type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish I kn- knew like exactly when I was like, oh, cool. Look, there's like a, a whole story. I want to know how this ends. Like, yeah. I, didn't care how, I didn't care how Mario ended. Right. You knew how, yeah. Mar- you knew how Mario was going to end, right? Like it wasn't yeah. like, what, does Bowser kill him? Like what happens here? Yeah. Like, yeah. Do, I, do I have to kill Bowser? Like slice his head off? Like what's the uh, morality here? Um, so, but yeah, I think once... Probably in like the PS1 generation when that started, mm-hmm. that's when they started to do more of this morality stuff, I guess, and story driven mm-hmm. choice type games, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And now, and I like what you said, like now that there's more technology and, and I feel like actors now that they're more involved, right now that they know that mm-hmm. video games can be much better stories. And I say this all the time. When Christopher Judge tried, um, not tried out, <laughs> like it's a football team, auditioned uh, go. for God of War, he didn't think it was a video game. Yeah. They, he, did, they didn't know what it was at first, yeah. Yeah, like he thought it was a straight-up movie, and he you know, was quoted to say that, I didn't think video games could be this well-written. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And I, I think a lot more actors are starting to get you know in tune with that. I'm just making sure camera one's still rolling. Um Whereas, you know, um, uh, uh, Norman's Reed- Norman Reedus, right? Mm-hmm. He's getting involved in Death Stranding. Uh, we see Ellen Page uh, in the David Cage games, right? So actors are even starting to say, yeah. oh, we can act more. Like, this can be a theatrical version. Mm-hmm. Where video games, when they first started, they were meant to be, uh, I'll say, uh, take it with offense or not, time killers, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. They They were meant to be just like... Not even mind numbing. I won't say it that far, but they were just, just something entertaining. Yeah, 
put it in your quarter. Of a and, board game. Yeah, right. put it in the quarter in the arcade system. Turn yeah. on your NES, play some Pong, and now it's becoming this you know deep enrichment yeah. of morality, yeah. right? Um, and that's the thing. Like, it should now I have this question. Now that we talked this kind of evolution thing. Do we think that games should go back to a more simpler version, right, of, of video games? Do, do we want the whole, like, Mario, Luigi, you know, NES kind of story? Or is that too extreme? Like, what do we all think with that? Well, the good thing is that I don't think there's room for everything, right? Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There's multiple consoles, including Stadia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's... Uh, so many developers, so many indies and AAA developers yeah. that can, they can, if you want to make a linear straight bare bones, I'm not bare, but just like, this is what the game is type of game. Mm-hmm. Great. If you want to do the thing where you could have a million choices and see what happens that I think that's allowed too. That's why yeah. like all these choices we have now, it's mm-hmm. like, it's, I mean, you know, like growing up back in the, in the forties with the NES <laughs> and the super Nintendo, yeah. it's like, it, that was a great time. But right now there's no better time to like games and people who don't even like games play video games now because there's so many choices and options mm-hmm. and ways to play them and that's cool i think so yeah. i think you know what keep making every type of game you're gonna find something you yeah. like yeah if not go check your pulse yeah and and that's the thing is that there's so many different types of games where if you just want that yeah. and, and i think this article you can find it yeah you can yeah. find that if you want if you just want that yeah yeah if you don't you, you can find that too uh did you have thought Liz? yeah i think yeah I mean, I agree, like, definitely there's plenty of games out there that if you just want cut and dry, tell you what to do, Mm -hmm. no questioning morality and things like that, there's them. But for me personally, like, I like the story games. That's what keeps me interested. If we only Mm -hmm. had, like, Mario stuff, I'd probably stop playing video games Mm -hmm. just because I don't find that stuff as entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I'll play it for, like, a round or two, but... Mm -hmm. Those are more time-killing type of things exactly. because it's a quick pick-up-and-play. This is just fun. I, you know, I love that they're excellent games, but they mm-hmm. don't, they're not going to get to you. Like, God of War got to me. Last of Us 2 mm-hmm. and 1 got yeah. to me. You know exactly. what I mean? So, like, Grease, that indie game. That When I was yeah. done with that, I, I just mm-hmm. put the control down, and I was like, It's magnificent. Yeah. Like, this is incredible. Like, I did, what, what, what did I just play? Like, this was no words, nothing. It was just a, a, the most beautiful, awesome game. And, you, and you, that one, you had to sort of, Mm-hmm. you know interpret what the story was and i kind of like that sometimes too like yeah, yeah. Like, okay i think i kind of get it and if i'm wrong i don't care yeah <laughs> yeah. Care if yeah if i'm completely off on this i don't know it was it was an amazing experience you know? mm-hmm. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. And, I, and i like games like that like you said um i i absolutely love greece i remember you talked about it and i said i have to play it i played it and i bought it from my friend like no i I, I'm telling you, I have so much faith in this game that you'll like it. I'm buying it for you. Like, I mean, it's only $14. It's not like a huge investment. But uh, but yeah, it was just this great interpretation. So long as you don't interpret it like, oh, this predicted the end of Chuck E. Cheese. Like, I don't, I don't think it's that. <laughs> uh, but like, that's the thing is that there's games that will get you. Mm-hmm. And there's games that will question morality. Right? But... Uh, I like what this article puts into perspective, saying that if every game starts to be more meaningful, yeah. then we won't have any meaning behind it. Mm-hmm. And I liked what it said that. Uh, did you just raise your hand? I, I did. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it works. You stopped. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, um, the world sucks right now. Life sucks mm-hmm. right now for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So when you play these deep, thoughtful games, sometimes it's almost too much. And you're like, mm-hmm. I just want to 
I just yeah. want to be taken away and play a fun, silly game. So, like this new game, Fall Guys, on PS4 right now. Yes, mm-hmm. dude, it's so fun. It's the stupidest effing game, yes. but it's so much fun. And it's like, yeah, just we need more of this. You know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's completely stupid, but it it's just so entertaining. So sometimes you want to get go away because, like, like you said before, this we're living in the apocalypse right now. Yeah, we don't want to play the apocalypse either. Sometimes, mm-hmm. even though they yeah. freaking nailed it. But um, I will say yeah, it was a little bit um draining to play the walking dead because of how close it was to what we're living with now it's like oh my god yeah. why am i playing this why am i doing this myself yeah clementine clementine <laughs> but for me yeah, the, okay. go ahead no i was gonna say those those speaking of the voice actors that do this now um like people like nolan north and troy troy baker troy barker, troy baker, troy baker yeah. right yeah just start as regular video guys now they're doing the the mocap stuff as well and more huge actors are getting into it so it's like you know it's it's cool that they see this as a, mm-hmm. a real mm-hmm. type of art now which it totally is you know? oh yeah mm-hmm. um it's not just sitting in a booth just screaming and doing a voice but they're actually acting it out and doing fun mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah um what i was gonna say was that the other way i <laughs> <laughs> the other way i heard like when you're talking about the article i was thinking it in the perspective and i don't know whether it's something you said or something that I just kind of like assumed was that I think of it from them talking about like kids playing these games mm. because it sounded like it, they were concerned that kids were going to see good qualities in bad people and they wanted kids to know what was good yes. and what was bad. Mm-hmm. That's a parent's job, not a game. Ex- yes. Well, yes. yes. <laughs> but, and, but the thing yeah. is, that's not how life is. Mm-hmm. There right? are yeah, people it. who do horrible things, but they still have redeeming qualities. They Kids need to know that People can change because mm-hmm. people who grow up thinking that people can't change ever mm-hmm. is that's that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. People can yeah. change, and it's okay for kids to know that because you think way back, like in fifties, and when like comic books and everything, the heroes it was heroes and villains, mm-hmm. and that's how they grew up. They they knew I was, this I was there. Bad. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was there. right. But they, you know, these people were bad, and these people were good, and yeah. that's how it was, and. As times went on, people started making more complex stories mm-hmm. that I feel like it's important for kids to know that they, people aren't inherently bad. Yeah. Even bad people who do bad things have their reasons that make sense to them. Well, that's why I didn't like about the article where it said that um, it specifically said in the article, uh, video games need to show uh, heroes, right? People who are mm-hmm. good stand by their convictions there is no waving kind of gray and i'm like okay i hear you article i hear you an article author that i can't remember your name i'm so sorry (laughs) but anti-mask people Mm -hmm. they think they're doing the right thing and they're standing by their convictions would you say that's a hero Exactly. because they're standing by freedom yeah. But they're not because they're just doing it to be a dick. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, yes. Uh, working in a restaurant. <laughs> we all agree with yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> working in a restaurant, I can uh, say Brian hit it nailed on the head. Yeah. But there's no conviction there. It's just to be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> like, really. Um, and, and that's the thing is that um, when it says standing by your convictions, you know, even talking about the subject of morality, even in mm-hmm. real life. Yeah. Uh, me and Brian were just talking about this. You know, like I'm a Christian. I was a youth pastor. Brian, you're atheist. My definition of good may not match your definition of good. Right. So when this article says that, you know, when when uh, we need good heroes who follow mm-hmm. good, I'm like, OK, what is your definition of good? Mm-hmm. Like it's so it, real yeah. life is so gray. Whereas the article states, 
No, uh, in real life, there is black and white. Yeah. I don't think so. I think morality in real life is so messy. And I think the best way, just to take this on this kind of route, the best way I've heard it explained was from C.S. Lewis's Mere Christianity, where the first chapter, he says, morality is like a piano, right? You have all these different keys, the white keys, the black keys, right? Now, are any of those keys wrong? Are any of those keys right? They're right in some songs, but wrong in others. Mm-hmm. But none of the keys are legitimately wrong keys to have, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what he was saying, that morality is just such a gray thing mm-hmm. that you can't really say this is good or bad. Yeah. The keys on a piano, there is no good or bad key. You just disagree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, and I love the way that was explained. And then the book continues and my brain, my brain exploded. I had to read it three times. I'm like, wait, what did you mean by that? But uh, yeah, but that's what I mean. When this article starts to state that real life is black and white. And I'm like, it's not. It's so not. Especially yeah. right now what we're living in, in the pre- presidency and the whole, uh, like you said, apocalypse, the anti-mask. Mm-hmm. I think we're all seeing that like morality is messed up. But yeah, uh, it is. It's, well, it's yeah. the way also people yeah. not to get way off topic, but it's the way people are handling it. Mm-hmm. You, people. And that's a, I think that's a problem with the person who wrote this article mm-hmm. that they clearly see the world in black and white. Yeah. They are very black and white mentality type person where mm-hmm. they see this person's bad and this person's good. But it's based on their opinions of who's bad and good. And people don't know how to cope with people who disagree with them. Right. Like, I disagree with people who are not wearing a mask. I think they're wrong, and I think they're being a jerk. Why were you pointing at Brian when he said that? I wasn't pointing at Brian. I was pointing <laughs> I, at the wall. I was pointing at the I'm wearing, wall. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but I disagree with those people. I think they should just wear it and just do what they're told and just deal with it for a short time. Yeah. But like you said, they believe they're right. Mm-hmm. And, I'm a, and I've said it before on the podcast. I've talked to you about it. I'm a very like you do you do your thing. I really don't care what you do. Yeah, that's your life. Believe what you want to. I don't care. Mm-hmm. So the, the, to, the problem with that now though is that it's affecting millions of well, other people. Yes, lives. no. That's, like that's, I said, where, that's I, where it's like. Yeah. I completely disagree with them, and if yeah. they want to fight me about it, I can. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as dealing with other people disagreeing with me, I don't care if you disagree with me. Yeah. I really don't care about what you like. I I mean I care. I'll talk to you, but mm-hmm. I don't care. Like it doesn't affect me mm-hmm. except for the masks. But but it's like those things. And it's I think the biggest trauma is that people with black and white mentality tend more to have a problem with people disagreeing with them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's That's a a big problem. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like bringing this back into video games, I think video games can be a reflection of real life. And so when we talk Mm -hmm. about should games be morality? And I think, Brian, like you said, I think some games need to be just meaningless yeah like and it's fine to have no meaning Mm -hmm. and i think it's fine for people to just say i just want to have fun in games i don't think that makes you less intelligent i think that just means i want enjoyment in my life you know i'll read newsweek but also play ape outs like that's the thing that's why i play sims because i don't really it's not there's no goal there's no good or bad i do whatever the heck i want Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah like there's like I'll play something like Greece and I also love playing Call of Duty, which mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I like yeah. just shooting things sometimes. Uh and I like a nice story. But like like well with with Last of Us Two, I'm just gonna keep just cause it's still current. But um, yeah. yeah, if you guys didn't play, just forward this for the next two minutes. But the part where or can I spoil it or no? Or like, or like you, you said you read it. Should I not spoil anything? Probably not because she didn't play it. 
all right, yeah, I won't. <laughs> yeah. But there's a part where one of the other main characters makes this insane decision. Mm-hmm. It's not, it's only like an hour in, and it blows your mind. Uh, yeah. And mm. but this was the right thing for her and her people to do. Mm-hmm. And then you hate her, but then you start to actually really like her. And it was a great part. Of, it was yeah. yeah. So they nailed that. So I don't know. I've never seen that done before. So so friggin' well. Whether it's a yeah. game or a movie or a book, it was just they just nailed this. Like this, mm-hmm. you hate them, then you love them, vice versa, type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, everyone. I'm talking about Abby. Abby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I just I don't know. I don't know if I'll have the time right now to like really invest myself in last of us too. So I just said, I, I really just want to know what happened. So I, I spoiled like, it. I don't have time for last of us too. I'm like, I don't even have time for last of us one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't finished that. Now that I know you said it's like 12 hours. I'm like, well, I'm never going to finish that game. Yeah. I have, I'm in, I'm like an hour in. You could stop uh, watching first, gossip. In the first girl. one, in the, in the first one, you never, you got to play the first one. Yeah. So stop good. watching gossip girl. But play I last like yes. gossip girl. Come on. <laughs> and I don't, that doesn't require any, type of like talent or Brain. skill from me at yeah. all <laughs> yeah same with the writers uh so hey. <laughs> uh so i asked you on social media uh should media. games media um media. follow us on twitter at gaming groceries follow us on twitter. instagram <laughs> instagram how are you gonna say instagram instagram <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I'll ask you a question of the topic, and I'll you know want to read your uh, answer. And so we have one answer: Should games be a black and white morality basis? And Commander Nikki says, "I don't think so, because most of the time there's never a clear black and white morality. There's so often something in the gray, uh, and every so often the gray area is the best way to approach something. Just uh, having just black and white would be weird, in my opinion." Right. Yeah. And that's the thing is that in life, right? In life in general, everybody wants, like, are you on this side or are you on this side? And Which just is why most people don't like me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like uh, sitting on the fence, there's like, oh, yeah. that's, that's a decision. I'm like, kind of. It can be to sit on the fence, mm-hmm. but it's also like, for me, at least, when I'm sitting on the fence, it's because I literally can't make up my mind. It's mm-hmm. like I, I, because I, I under am that person. I understand both sides. I see both their reasons. Yeah, and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. But that's not my choice. I don't. I don't want to. I wish I could choose a side, but I just don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. G- games that make you choose, like you said, the, like Walking mm-hmm. Dead, mm-hmm. Until Dawn, Man of Medan, like that oh, thing. Yes. Games like that, that you know going to it, you're going to have to make decisions. Mm-hmm. That's different than I think yeah. like those third person linear sort of type of, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do now? Type of, you know what I mean? So, um, but the games where that forces you quickly to make a decision, those are nerve wracking as hell sometimes oh, because oh, yeah. you want to you do the right thing or you want to go back and play it again sometimes, you know? Um, but those are fun too because yeah. it's, um, I think that, like, like, like we just said, Liz, where you, when, when you're on the fence mm-hmm. about certain things, this mm-hmm. you can't be because sometimes it gives you two seconds to make that yeah. decision. So you have to push square. Uh, okay, yeah. do it right, you know, and you don't know until the the game's over yeah. and tells you what choice, what, what, who died because of your decision yeah. three mm-hmm. hours ago. You know, uh, so that, those are fun too. Yeah, yeah, and that and that's the thing is that I like what Commander Nikki said that sometimes gray areas are the best way to go for it. You know, like it, it, that's just it, um, and and I think to all like put this together right i'm just seeing what time it is but 
kind of put this together where she's saying that not always, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes living in the gray is fine. And I think what this author is trying to do is make sure that I, I don't think that any morality should be put into games. I, I think what um, this author wants to do is just to say that, listen, I, I don't think we're getting this right. I think it's becoming too much and maybe we should just go back to the simple. But I think that games can be a little bit deeper. And I think yeah. gray areas are the best way to go for it. And I especially love the way Mass Effect uh, did it, right? With the um, Renegade and Paragon, right? And you can be a mix of the two or even the way, oh, Bioware. I was about to say KOTOR mm-hmm. as well. But uh, the way Bioware does it, right? Where it kind of swings left and right. Whereas Red Dead Redemption 2, it is so difficult to get into the good side of the bar. I don't know how people do it. I always ended up on the bad side, even when I was trying to be good, which is a deep thought. Like, ah, you think you're being good in real life, but really, you're just an evil bastard. No. <laughs> but it's like the good place. It's, like, it's like the good place. You're not getting enough uh, r- real life points. Ooh, to, yeah, <laughs> banger. I need to watch that. Yeah, you do. Oh, it's the best show ever made. Come on, <laughs> we'll watch that next. Okay, it's, one, wa- of, it's one of the best funniest shows I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, we're watching uh, Viking. We're rewatching Vikings now. Yeah. yeah. Talk about morality. But uh, <laughs> but that's a, yeah. But that's the thing is that, you know, I, I think uh, what we're all trying to say here is that no game needs to be sticking themselves right with a gray morality. I, and I think there's this pressure right in the industry where if something is working for a game, you need to do it, too. Mm-hmm. Like we saw with open world games. Right. Yeah. When Skyrim worked, everybody wanted to be open world. It's like, oh, yeah. that game did it. So we can all be. Yeah. And now I I think games are, I don't know. I don't know what started with the whole morality system. Maybe it was Bioware. I don't know. Because now I said like yeah. Skyrim with open world, but with morality, I don't know where it started. And everybody said, oh, that, oh. that, that, that worked. So let's do it to ourselves. Um, it might have been they got it for movies. And TV shows. Because like mm. I said, it's been over the past few years. Like, the first thing that comes to mind, and don't make fun of me, Once Upon a Time, the show. Oh. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But My wife loved that. As that oh, show, it was a really good show. I had never finished it, but it was a decent show. But it, what it does, it, it you know, it has the fairy tales, villains, mm. and heroes, and everything like that. But the farther you go into it, the farther they show that good side of the villains, that mm. side of the villains that give reason why they are the way they are. Mm -hmm. It shows their redeeming qualities and some of them do get redeemed. Yeah. And I think like that kind like it was around that time that shows and movies were starting to do that more where you see those redeeming qualities. They want to redeem the evil person and give you a reason why they're doing it and things like that. So Mm -hmm. I think maybe video games possibly just got it from seeing it in movies and TV shows because those were the, First storytelling ones before video games. Okay, I can see that. Uh, Brian, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I was trying to think too what the first um, yeah. game to do that was. That's in- uh, that would be a good thing to know. I'm sure somebody knows. Yeah, yeah. someone's um, going to comment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, Mass Effect, I didn't really play Mass Effect. But I know it, it did that pretty well. People always bring mm-hmm. that up when it's like the good, bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah, your yeah. Red Dead, Grand Theft Auto. I guess doesn't really. That's nah, they, they don't really do it with that. Do they? Yeah, yeah they, they, they do actually. Grand Theft Auto Four and Five did that, I think. Yeah, Four did like, it. I think bad. Five did it. Um, yeah. but Rockstar is pretty good in that way because L.A. Noir definitely did that. Mm-hmm. Not in the terms of choices, but you get to see a hero fall, 
especially yeah. in L.A. Noir. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption. You know, the whole the name of it, Redemption, right? Mm-hmm. And you get to see this uh, hero fall, but then try to get uh, get back up again. Yeah. You know, he gets knocked down, but he gets up again. Then never gonna knock him down. <laughs> nope, never. <Hush. laughs> never. <laughs> um, <laughs> but right, who made that? Oh, what uh, Wamba Jamba? Chumbawamba. Chumbawamba. That's it. Uh, <laughs> These are not words. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, you, do you ever pick up a cell phone like you're in LA Noir and you, and you just go like this? You just. Yes, I do. All the time. Hey, look at that. What's on the back of your phone I, there? You like that? That's my. That's uh, a nice sticker. What's that from? My podcast. Bro. Yeah. I got it on uh, Vistaprint, something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Actually, I got it on Sticker Mule. Who like as soon as I ordered, I found out the guy's a huge Trump guy. So I was like, "Damn it!" Oh, so man. yeah, no more sticker mule. Dang. <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, Chumbawamba. Yeah. Chumbawamba. <laughs> I think it's a good time to go into our closing thoughts. So, uh, mm-hmm. in terms of video games, I think it can actually you know reflect real life. Mm-hmm. But the fact that every game needs to reflect real life, every game needs to be yeah. morality. I, I brought up before, even with songs, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, songs can be emotional, and songs, you know, they have that effect on your heart. But not every song. Some are just fun. Some are just fun. I, I still remember when um, Gucci Gang came out. I and know that one's not one. Gucci of them. Gang, Gucci Gang, no. Gucci. Okay, but uh, everybody complained that there's no meaning. There, what is he even trying to say? It's like. Okay, I don't listen to them, but sometimes n- music can be just Yeah, there just are songs that. that I'm just like, I don't know why I like this song. This is a stupid song, but I love it, Yeah, and I get super <laughs> hyper when it's on. Not every artist needs to be deep, but when they are deep, right, or even going to video games, it's more morality is more fluid mm-hmm. than just black and white. And here's the thing. I've said this on the podcast before. I'm a, I can be a black and white mentality. Yeah. And that's not a good trait. That that's my stubbornness coming out. Where struggle like, when I try and convince you of gray. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is that like I was very you know this is this way, that's this yeah. way, and that's not a good quality to have. And I think for video games to say that we need heroes to stand their ground. Well, what do you define as a hero? What do you define as good? What do you think that a good you know trait to stand on is? Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is is Kratos a hero? Like yeah, but he's like, but he he changed along the way. You know what I mean? He, yeah. He he evolved and grew into a, I guess a better. He was one of the worst, but better person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That and that's a good story too. But he didn't start as like, hmm, what should I do now? Like it was like you knew he was a badass right away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And eventually warmed up to his son and things like that. So yeah, it's cool to see that progression as well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And yeah. That, that's the thing. Like, but but he wasn't evil. He wasn't like an evil dude. Yeah. yeah, well, that's why I talk about. That's exactly the thing is that this article yeah. is saying that he should have been distinctly evil, and that was that was it. He's right. evil. Or if yeah. he's distinctly good, he's good, and he's, he's good. Stand no his... questioning that. But that's yeah. It, it, yeah it, 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 it did kind of say that where it's like we should, but I, was, I didn't agree with the final part where I'm like, well, you, see, you wrote this whole article just to say no, it should be this way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Kind of, yeah. yeah, but that's that's my closing thoughts. Just to say that like morality is much more fluid. But not every game needs to have morality in it. Mm-hmm. Some of it can be just goofy, like Fall Guys. All right. And that's that's perfectly yeah. fine. Fall Guys is absolutely amazing. But closing thoughts. Um uh Brian, do you want to give us some closing thoughts? 
Look, Chumbawamba had more than one hit. Um, <laughs> actually, they probably didn't. I have no idea what else they did. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. Games just be fun, you know? And like I said earlier, there's there's enough room to go around for literally every type of game. They're still making new genres of games, which is which is awesome. There's always something new that you wouldn't discover and find. Yeah. So when people get mad at a game for not being the game they want, it's like there's probably 7,000 other games yeah, that mm-hmm. th- th- you know is, that are like what you want. So yeah. just go play that. Exactly. You know? Don't get mad at Avengers because no Spider Man, you nerd. Oh, we were just talking about that in our top three <laughs> gaming news too. Like my my friend played the beta. He said he said he said no one's gonna be mad about Spider Man. The game's terrible. Oh yeah. <laughs> I still have to watch Maddie's video about uh, he didn't like it either, and he mm-hmm. made a whole video. I'll have to watch uh, I'm it. I'm so surprised. Like, it looks cool, but that's not even a day one game for me, and just in general. It didn't seem like, because it was too much MMO RPG. So I'm like, no, nah, I, I just want to, yeah. again, linear game. I just want to punch stuff yeah. and shoot Same. things. Same. You know, that's all I want. Like, don't give me this whole choice thing. Um, but uh, I'll get the PS5 definitive edition for 10 bucks in two years, I guess. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. With every DLC, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's just um, sometimes games can be just like bam, bam, punch. Which, yeah. But yeah. uh, I think actually Wombat liked the beta. I think I saw his tweet saying he liked it. it so I, that put I'm, me. I'm, su- I'm, I'm surprised they messed us up. To be honest, if if they did, yeah, if I'll, be, I'll did. be surprised. I'll be disappointed and surprised mm-hmm. if they really messed up because it's like such a huge franchise to get. Yeah, and it's like Ugh, you really messed that one up, <laughs> right? And then we get into the gray areas. Did they really mess it up, or is it just intentional? Like, is it black and white? Clearly, <laughs> they just, you don't you don't swim in the grave because you that was all wrong. Were they were they <laughs> heroes standing their ground and saying, "Listen, Spider Man, he's ours"? But oh my goodness, <laughs> uh, Liz, closing thoughts. Um, swim in the gray. No, yeah. <laughs> no, it's that life isn't black and white whether Mm -hmm. this person who wrote the article thinks that it's not Mm -hmm. it's not black and white and i think it's okay for games to reflect that because even with the animation it's getting more and more realistic so the stories are Mm -hmm. also getting more and more realistic yeah it's not black and white and to teach kids that life is black and white i think is less helpful than they think it will be yeah so and that's the thing um i don't think we're trying i don't think uh i'm not trying to attack this person who wrote the no, article at all disagree with them yeah and i have the article linked down below if anybody wants to read it uh and i did agree with some points i saw where this person was coming from i did i mm-hmm. understood uh they just took it extreme yeah <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> a bit extreme but when we deal with a black and white mentality, it doesn't matter if it's video games, movies, life. I just feel like that's just an unhealthy balance. And I don't mm-hmm. think they understand the definition of good. No one's definition of good is it's everybody's. Yeah. Or everybody's definition of bad is the same. Yeah. So when we. Oh. Yeah. No, I was going to say also games like The Witcher. The Witcher 3 did this too as well, I think, right? So sometimes you'll do a couple things that get you on the good side. Yeah. And they, they, they will do something that you maybe you think is good, but it actually brings you back to the bad side. You're like, wait a minute. Yes. I thought that was actually good. So that too, sometimes it's hard to, like you said, to go fully good or fully bad. Mm-hmm. Like you don't know. Maybe if that's intentional. I don't know. But unless it specifically tells you this is a green rating, this is a red rating, you know, yeah. good or bad. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes you don't know, and it's like, uh, I don't know which one's good or bad here. Exactly. Yeah. And I think we, everybody at this table, including TV Brian. Yes. Uh, Max Headroom. Do you guys remember Max Headroom? Of course you don't. You're young. <laughs> just, remember uh, Max Headroom from the 80s? 
Look him up when later. Yeah. <laughs> Go like this TV robot weird dude that was on like Max Headroom. Max right. Headroom. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to I'll have to look him up. Maybe I have seen him in passing. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen yeah, him. Yeah, I probably see him at uh, my local grocery store. He's he's scanning items now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we all agree at this table, including Max Headroom, is Video games can just be video games. Stop trying to ask too much out of them. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I say this all the time with even podcasts, right? Not everybody has to have the perfect podcast. Me and Brian's podcast is, you know, our podcast, his podcast, completely different things. Mm-hmm. And insanely different things. I'm very proud of you for correcting yourself. I'm also an only child. But <laughs> forgive me, me, all about me. Um, <laughs> but we're completely different in in that sort of sense. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean that ours is any better or not. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's better than Joe Rogan's. I think that's, you oh know, my uh, both don't. of ours. Please don't. We deserve $100 million Spotify deals. But. That would be nice. Uh, But that's the thing is that everybody's game could be everybody's game. Everybody's podcast yeah. can be everybody's podcast. Just, just don't expect too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other any other thoughts before we close out? I think we've said everything. Yeah. <laughs> or at least I have. <laughs> yeah. I uh, swim in the gray. My answer is really simple. Yeah. <laughs> um. So before we close out, Brian, where can we find you on Twitter? Do you want to plug anything else? Any other projects coming up? Uh, red carpet to you, sir. Yeah. Thank you. First of all, this is so much fun. Thanks for having me again, guys. Yeah. Um, check me out on Twitter and Instagram at laugh at Brian. Um, I've been doing these real stupid Ninja Turtle review shows on They've been Instagram amazing. and YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I have every single turtle figure still when I was a kid. I have like a hundred something figures. And I've been doing is little one to two minute reviews. Check it out. It's called Brian Reviews All the Turtles. It's on YouTube or my Instagram at Laugh at Brian. Um, if you like turtles, they're only like a minute long and they're very stupid and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, other stuff, there's no stand up comedy going on right now, which is yeah. great. Uh, so, um, but uh, I'm also the voice of the Robotussin bear. You may have seen that commercial. Yeah. As well. Um, doing another one very soon, actually, which is awesome. So really? Another Robotussin bear? Another Robotussin bear coming out soon for cold yes. season. You were yeah. also, you brought up Until Dawn. You were also in an Until Dawn. Yeah, I threw that in there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe was, you were um, one, the, the character with the blonde mohawk, right? And the glasses. That was you? I was Hayden Penitary, actually. Oh, okay. I was, a girl, I was a girl walking around in a towel. The whole time. No. <laughs> no, I, was, I was a guy in the walkie-talkie like in the, when they were in the, in the tower mm-hmm. telling them to calm down. I was a guy at the end that gets killed. Um, I was one of the cops at the end. Had a couple of voices in there. Yeah, uh, I love but, that game. Uh, it's super fun. Hey, did Did you play Man of Medan? I did. Yeah, oh, it's great. It's so it good. It was good. It was a lot shorter than I thought it was. Yeah, was which is fine because I, that was scary. Some parts of that guy. I was like, hurry up and finish this thing. Yeah, yeah I was disappointed. Um, they, it, it wasn't scary enough for me. Oh, I, I, I was scared. They They just signed an exclusive deal with Stadia, by the way. Super massive games. Oh, really? Mm. Their next game will just be Stadia exclusive. I yeah. feel like we should close the show. Oh, yes, we should. <laughs> I'm uh, sorry. Just keep us on a tight yeah. schedule here. And uh, if you want to see uh, Liz play Man of Medan, I'll uh, link it right up <laughs> yeah. there. Uh, but yes, Brian, thanks for coming on again. Um, like I said, I want all three of us uh, come on the show, you know, but uh, it's been a blast. Super funny, dude. Like I said, check out his podcast, Playable Carrots Podcast. Such a, such a funny concept. Mm-hmm. And he said, Great guest. Um, and yeah, I'll link uh, the latest episode with Toe Jam and Earl down below in the description. <laughs> oh, I think I clipped. What did you just do? I don't know. I should close out. Probably. Thanks for watching this week's. <laughs> 
Thanks for watching and listening to this week's uh, Games and Groceries podcast. We hope to find you in the next episode next week, and we will see you next time. Bye.